Welcome to the weekend show with Medium J. Today, we're going to hit the reset. We're going to hit the great reset button right now. This magical button where you could just hit it and reset. Because last week's episode fucking sucked. Dude, last week's episode was horrible, dude. We had Maron on and, bro, we got way too high and it just it's just a terrible podcast episode. So today, we're hitting that button. And what a... What better way to reset the podcast than with diving into Klaus Schwab's and his great reset and the uh, world, all the shenanigans that the World Economic Forum has gotten themselves into as of lately? You know, they, they, they're trying to uh, eliminate government, right? Sounds fucking very, very, you know, promising. They, uh, there's the quotes that, that, that came out saying that you will own nothing and be happy. Uh, you will live in a pod and eat bugs. And, you know, you've heard of those great tunes and, and, uh, such as, you know, you will, uh, you, you, you won't, oh no, you won't be able to own any, no private ownership, no private citizens owning any vehicles. You know, there's just. Just a long list of things that uh, generally the public, I, I don't know, hasn't really disagreed with as of lately. It is uh, very suspicious because it's technically the World uh, Economic Forum is, is a charitable donation. Or it's a charitable organization. Uh, but they, they, are, they end up being the earpiece for a, a lot of these world leaders such as Justin Trudeau. Uh, the prime minister of uh, the of Germany, even uh, Vladimir Putin, you know, it's like they're they're in constant talks with these politicians all the time, and and uh, they often get get them to do speeches for their little rallies, and the speeches tend to go beyond what the World Economic Forum can really deal with. And uh, you know, let's we'll just dive into this right now, you know, because. Uh, there's some leaked documents out on the New World Order from Klaus Schwab's. And I know this because he leaked them himself in the form of his book called The Great Reset. Now, this magical form of literature de- details him and his band of misfit leaders taking over and implementing a one-world government. Now, he founded this World Economic Forum. All right, I'm going to stop right there. It's already bullshit. This whole thing's bullshit. The WEF is trash. The acronym is whack. And the plans he tries to seduce the world with is lame. You know, he walks around in a literal cosplay outfit that looks like he found it on the first page of an Amazon search result titled Evil Costumes for Villains. You know, evil villain costumes. It's, all right, that one. The one that looks like Darth Vader. That's, that's going to be my suit. And now while Klaus Schwab's declared that excessively high management salaries were no longer socially acceptable, he himself has an annual salary of about 1 million Swiss francs that has been repeatedly questioned by the media. You know, no, it's, it's out of fashion and it's not socially acceptable to have high salaries in management anymore. But don't, don't look at what I'm, don't look at what I'm, what I'm making, that's, that's generally uh, acceptable. This is socially acceptable. One million dollars a year. That's cool. That's cool what I get. And what does he do other than make these grandiose plans of eliminating, you know, the freedoms of the people? He doesn't do much other than that. 
the World Economic Forum also acts as a charitable organization and actively takes in donations by the public while also escaping paying any federal taxes whatsoever. So it almost basically turns in his famous quote of you will own nothing and be happy, but I will owe nothing and be happy. You see, you see how that works? You guys own nothing and you're happy. I owe nothing. And, be, and I'm happy, which generally, I mean, if we had to put, you know, we had to put it in like, like, it seems like he's almost, he wants to be like a, a villain almost. It's, it's like, he's very much doing whatever the fuck he wants. You know, he, he's, he's like, it's almost like the World Economic Forum in and itself is a fucking laundry, uh, money laundering scheme. You know, because I, I I digged a little deep into this for this episode of trying to understand what this guy's going through, it it almost seems like it's a money laundering scheme where he's taking money in from places you know like uh, donations and and all these things. He's washing it and then he's using that said money to control political leaders into just folding for him. It's uh it's quite I'll have to admit it's quite genius as far as an evil plan is concerned uh but uh again much like uh the great reset in the book he wrote it's very similar to uh Mein Kampf you know from from uh the Nazi German himself Hitler uh which again a lot of people tied into that his family is a descendants of Nazis from Nazi Germany and he's keeping very much keeping that um uh, the Nazi tradition alive, right? Uh, let's keep getting, let's keep going into this. The WEF financial reports were also not very transparent. Income nor expenditures were ever broken down. And it's how convenient, you know what I'm saying? Hey, Schwab, now that I own nothing, what, what are you doing, you know? What are you doing over there with your business? Oh, oh, we, we can't look at it. Can't look at anything that you done, have done with uh, your financial reports. It's all scrubbed from the record. Okay. Seems very convenient. Just seems very convenient. Uh, Schwab also drawn a lot of criticism for mixing the finances of the not-for-profit WEF and other profit business ventures. So he's just, he's taking profit from here. He's taking the non-for-profit donations here. And he's just shaking them up. And he's spending willy-nilly you know spending regardless of of what you know oh where does this come from that's my money now right so it's like a, a money laundering scheme right much like you know cash cashly cash leaders <laughs> my gang is it's kind of you know we wash a lot of money uh, oh, but, but n nowhere to the tune of uh, what klaus schwab's is doing again i joke a lot uh it's just a fucking we're not actually really even a business or like a like a semi record label, but you know we're still getting on the ground. We're still getting on the ground started, but it seems as though Klaus Schwab's kind of rolls on in through. Like it's it's the he reminds me of uh, the monorail guy from The Simpsons, where he he's scamming people and he kind of he's smooth talking people in a German accent, which is very hard to do to begin with. It's very hard to be t taken 
with uh, lightly when you have that German accent, especially because it's it's the Nazi German accent. It's very the the very uh, you. He sounds like he's speaking eugenics when he's talking. You know? And uh, he he rolls in with these grandiose ideas about how the world's eventually going to bend at the knee to him and his band of misfits of. Cause he's and all he's doing is paying off dudes. He's paying off dudes in Parliament. He's paying off dudes in in Washington. He's paying off a lot of people, and and not, none of them really believe in this thing. But they're getting the money, and you know, it's, um, it's like fuck it. It's easy to look like you. It's easy to pay off a bunch of models and go, hey, look, I got all these women, and they're all dancing around you, and you know, it's cool. But at the end of the day, no one really fucks with this guy. I don't think. I don't think a lot of people. Yeah, they kind of want it, but at the end of the day, you know how hard it is to get every single person to fall in line, and and I don't think China even goes down with this. China, China's definitely not going down into this one world organization because they're the ones running shit almost. They're basically running shit when it comes down to it. So to get them to fall in line, to get Russia and 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 and, and in America, they fall in line into a one. It's a very and apparently this thing's supposed to happen in eight years. He said by 2030, it's going to be implemented and it's going to be too late. So, I'm trying to wrap my head around how hard it'll be to get, because even if like some bum on the street came up with this idea, you'd go like that's physically impossible like to get every like to get one world under one organization government you'd need you'd need at least all of the nukes at least a minimum of all the weapons in the world and 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 a solid line of like soldiers ready to die at any given any given point i don't know man i'm looking back at i'm look i'm sitting back looking at this shit going like and a lot of people are worried about Klaus Schwab's a lot of, but I personally think that this guy, he's 87. He's like 87, 80, 83 or 87 years old. Guaranteed in the next 10 years or so when his plans finally come into fruition and, and maybe say everything that he, everything that he's planning on falls into line. We're being very generous with how this is going to go, right? Say everything works out, you know, people are now eating bugs, you know, they're living in pods, they own nothing, they fucking, they sold their private vehicle and now they're renting the same vehicle. Uh, their homes had to be sold because they can't afford anything due to the increasing price of crickets at their supermarket. We have nothing, right? In 10 years or 20, 10, 15 He's like a hundred. We're looking at this guy. He's a, is he still gonna be like, all right? Here's the plans. Here's some more plans for the. Ne- here's the next step. Or is his is his family gonna take in line? Because I think I think almost every evil uh, dictator has like a like. Look at Osama bin Laden's son. He's a painter. You know, Osama bin. Like, if you're an evil dictator, right? bent on world domination usually your kids like you know man i just want to fucking play golf i just want to paint i just want to fucking i just just want to have fun and have have drinks with some chicks some pretty chicks 
<laughs> you know, like the, the usually the sons of evil dictators usually kind of uh, kind of rebel against their parents and become friendly individuals that contribute to society, right? Uh, yeah, like I just don't see him, even if everything works out. The man's eighty something. This, this is an old man. He's an old dude. Eventually, he's gonna die, and his things are gonna get. People are gonna come along and read his plans and go. This was what he wanted. The Nazi Germany in twenty twenty, in in twenty twenty nine. What the fuck? Rip this off. You know, it just is so stupid to me, and I, I get frustrated when you know people are go, "Oh, well, you gotta watch out." And a lot of conspiracy theorists are, are worried about this guy. But I think human guilt is a motherfucker. Human, the guilt of a human being often gets overlooked. Even if you do something wretched and foul, end of the day, and you go, I don't give a fuck, or, oh, I'm a big, you know, a big, big man, you know, I had to beat up some dude. End of the day, though, you know, the guilt weighs on your mind like that Edgar Allan Poe fucking book, right, with the, 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 the knocking after you murdered, you know, all the countless people. You, you start to kind of, you start to kind of relapse in your head and, and you start to go insane with jumping through mental gymnastics about telling yourself that you feel good and you, oh, I don't feel guilt or I'm a cold-blooded motherfucker and this is all for the, the best. But like a lot of people are going to have to die. A lot of people are going to have to suffer. People are getting starved out left and right uh, in China when it comes down to this covid lockdowns and all this stuff people aren't allowed to leave their place it's very totalitarianism and 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 don't get me wrong i know that canada wants to be a part of this shit i know that fucking america wants to subdue its people they first had to get rid of their guns canada just got i think it's august 27th is the ban on on uh, national ban on handguns countrywide uh, which is scary, right? It's scary that the citizens can't defend themselves. But um, apparently, that what, what's going to go down in the next? And I got word, I got insider word that in November, right? In the ne- in the upcoming months, November, we're going to see another lockdown. And uh, I honestly hope that that the general public can fight back. I mean, the protests with the, the truckers. It worked, right? The protest, the protests worked. A lot of people saying "fuck it" worked, and enough people say, "Listen, don't tread on me." The government can't tread on you, man, because they need somebody to pour coffee, they need somebody to drive that bus, they need somebody to drive that limo, and it's just it's made. Society is made up of individuals, and a collective individuals. I mean, sure, we're messy. You know, a lot of the time we don't, you know, we don't think a lot. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there running around with their chick, like chickens with their head cut off. But even, even a group of, say, thousand chickens can kill a farmer, you know? <laughs> you get enough chickens running around and organized. And I think the thing is that the elites, the, the thing that the elites are afraid of, I think, is the collective well i mean i think god predicted it once in the bible saying that the meek shall inherit the earth 
And I think that that, that terrifies the elites, right? That it terrif- Imagine you're sitting in your throne, right? You're sitting in your big castle, and you're, you know, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to read the, the holy book. You know, learn learn what subdues the Commonwealth people. Oh, this magical holy Bible book. And you're flipping through the pages and it says, you know, somewhere towards the end that the meek shall inherit the earth. Like, that's got to be like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? We can't get these, uh, these we got to control the population and control it. And I think, because the world is, is ironic. The world has a very, it's a very beautiful like karma's a motherfucker and it's very beautiful in the sense that it it equalizes itself, right? The the world kind of adjusts itself adjusts itself regardless of any one individual's, you know, plans or or, or outlying um outlying beliefs that they have. And uh I think with all this controlling that these elites are putting on people, it's going to it's gonna come crashing down. It's it's like Tetris or not Tetris, sorry, uh, Jenga. That thing Jenga, where it's like the elites are taking so much from the bottom class that they're eventually the thing's gonna collapse in on itself. Like with credit and how the money gets moved from the elites that they owe taxes that aren't paid are just paid by the poor. And enough poor people are just paying more taxes that the, the rich should have been. The reason why inflation happens is because that there's a whole group of billionaires not paying their fair share, which is going to cause a spike in inflation and interest rates. It's constantly going to be slapping the person in the face until somebody at the bottom wakes up and goes, this is bullshit, guys. And you know it. We all know it's bullshit. And... We just need a leader of the people, to be honest. At the end of the day, there's somebody that's going to have to step up and go like, yo, listen, I believe that a person working a fucking two, a wife and and a husband with two kids working both minimum wage jobs, you know what I mean? Entry level jobs we're talking can get a fucking house. How is that impossible? How is that made to be impossible? Go in there, work your ass off for fucking five, six years, save every penny, uh, and then get a down payment on a house. It's very possible, but the way things are going, it's constantly made to not be possible. It's constantly made for the average person to always lose. Constantly, these these small little interactions that we have in society constantly put the put the odds. Uh, in favor for the rich every time and then especially because they could just roll out these ai systems and you know with with these bullshit things where it's like all right we're just you know this person's making quite a bit of money on this job let's fucking let's get an ai to do his job and let's fire his ass right so we don't have to pay anything except we just pay for the fucking software it's a it's a very weird system that we've got running. Right, we'll dive back into Mr. Slob. Um, so yeah, for the uh, 
he 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 drawn the criticism right for mixing the financial non for profit w you know in the wef and other for profit business ventures for example the wef awarded a multi million dollar contract to us web so he gave these multi million dollar contracts you know here's the million dollars and here's a contract for you to do to us web in 1989 or 1998 yet shortly after that deal went through Mr. Schwab took a board seat at that same company, reaping the valuable stock options. So it's it's very confusing, you know, for the layman. We'll put it in layman terms. I own I own this charitable cor- corporation, right? Called Cash Leaders. Now I have a bunch of money that I'm sitting on. Again, no one really knows how I'm getting this money. It's through, accumulated through years of not paying taxes, right? These legal loopholes because it's a charity organization. So, so we're getting all these donations in. Then we go, we go and we take contracts. We give certain individual groups contracts. For example, in this one, the U.S. Web, we give them million dollar contracts to do, and it's literally we paid them off, and the contracts are you know whatever. It's non disclosure contracts. But in that said contract was to put Klaus Schwab's me, our leader of cash leaders, in to the business as the board of directors. And when each each board of directors gets, I don't know, $250,000 worth of shares in said company or, or whatever, 250 shares of, of, of whatever, you know, whatever the shares are. And since they just got that multi-billion dollar stocks going up. He's literally playing this Ponzi scheme in the World Economic Forum. That's it's literally a Ponzi scheme. If you, and I literally took what two fucking two. It's the first two pages on Wikipedia. That's all I did. All I read was the first two pages of the Wikipedia to gain incredible insight into how fucking shady this man Klaus Schwab's truly is. And uh, no, we'll just keep going. I'll just keep going. Whatever. Why am I going to pontificate about how fucking... I mean, that was pretty good explain. I think I explained it pretty good. Schwab's as the publisher of the World Economic Forum's 2010 Global Redesign Report postulates that a globalized world is best managed by a self-selected coalition of multinational corporations, governments, including, through the UN system... The select civil society organizations, the CSOs, he argues that governments are no longer the overwhelmingly dominant actors on the world stage. Now that's a, it's coming from a guy that kind of is behind the scenes, and he's arguing that we don't need these actors on stage for the you know the controlling the government, which is it's those are very. You know, when you listen to those kind of key words, is like, did we ever need these government leaders and officials to to kind of act as though they're in charge when there's the shadow government behind the scenes control? You know, how old is Nancy Pelosi? Nancy Pelosi gave John F. Kennedy a blowjob back in, you know, 1968. These people are playing puppets you know strings with with the actual government they're just playing on the world stage with these overwhelmingly dominant actors right is literally his quote 
and that the time has come for a new stakeholder paradigm of international governance. So the WEF's vision includes a public to private UN in which certain agencies would operate under joint state and non-state government systems, governance systems. According to the Transnational Institute, the forum is hence planning to replace a recognized democratic model with a model where a self-selected group of stakeholders make decisions on behalf of the people. I.e., instead of voting these motherfuckers in, they're just going to select them for you. That's it. That's literally the, the biggest plan in the World Economic Forum is that instead of being able to vote or even being able to pretend that your vote, had mat- your vote mattered, because at this point, we're not even too sure that it does. But let's just be let's just cut the bullshit. They want to cut the bullshit and they want to just say, listen, we're going to pick these people for you to be led by we're gonna pick these people for you so that you can look up to and these are the people in charge now you have no choice in it and and i don't know if the average person felt that they had no choice before but you're it's gonna be very clear if this kind of thing gets implemented and these guys get some sort of power the band of misfits by Klaus Schwab's, you know, and he's in fucking Justin Trudeau's ear telling him, like, listen, you're very young, you know, he can do a lot. He's massaging his shoulders. He's kissing his neck. You know, Justin Trudeau just got to just got to, uh, you know, take the take the take this lump sum of money I have here at the World Economic Forum. Oh, and suddenly half of the cabinet of Justin Trudeau's cabinet is all on my side now. Well, that's great. Take some more money, you. Take some more money. Take some more money, Justin Trudeau. And now just hey, say these speeches that I have given you. Come on, come on the World Economic Forum stage. And then none of these guys go, hey, wait a minute, Klaus Schwab's come over here for a second. How did you get this money? Through the through the people, right? And you're using their cha- your charitable because the whole thing it acts as though the World Economic Forum it acts as though it's on the rights of you know you know gender identity issues in politics. It's you know feminine uh, issues, you know the feminine movement, and it, it acts as though it's the rights for racial minorities, but it does n- absolutely nothing. There's not one thing where the World Economic Forum has done anything to really, truly help. And I don't know if even in in BLM, if BLM was probably getting contributed money to, but it was fault, like, like it gave it to the wrong people. Gave it to the wrong people in that movement. The, The BLM got a bunch of money from all these charities, these billion dollar corporations, and they got and they just took it and ran off with it because it was a shady corporation. So you could say almost almost every kind of non-for-profit kind of turns out to be kind of shady. But at least these non-profits have some sort of motive behind it. BLM, you know, the the Pride uh whatever multi-billion dollar national corporations of uh profits non for profits whatever it is those fucking movements the me too movement they could be getting money for, they could be go the money could be also going to somewhere that will benefit the cause 
but the World Economic Forum's literal causes to change the entire world and 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 railroad it into one world go- governance, and that's scary. And uh, I don't know, man. I know this guy we have, you know, we got a voice clip from this uh, Australian senator, Alec Alex An- Antic. Yeah, Antic. He's explaining the dangers of Klaus Schwab's, and he, he kind of details it a little bit better than I can, so we all run this voice clip right now real quick. In 1971 by Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum is steeped in authoritarianism and Marxist ideology. It's an ideology which is creeping into governments across the world. To quote Schwab himself when speaking about the Canadian Parliament, we penetrate the cabinets. I know that half, that half this cabinet, even more than half, are actually young global leaders of the, of the World Economic Forum. We'll stop that right there. He says he, the way he, the use of his language, he's a, a brilliant uh, dictator. I'll admit that. Klaus Schwab's, the, he says we's, we've penetrated the Canadian uh, cabinet. And that's like a, it's like a dominant word, but at the same time, you know, most people, okay, you know, so he broke down through the, he Eventually, enough money, you know, you could get into Canadian politics. You got enough money, you got you can get enough money, you, you get into American politics. That's just how it is. You, they penetrated it. He paid off a lot of people. Let me run that back. It's true in Argentina. It's true in France. Now with the president, who is a young global leader, in quote. The World Economic Forum promotes globalist issues such as climate change, so-called systemic racism and sexism, and creating an online digital identity. So we'll stop that right there. So it starts off with climate change, you know, they're, they're racial minorities and, uh, you know, finding an online digital light. Again, it's just, it's, it's nonsense. It's up here in the clouds. It's like, it's like the meeting with fucking uh, the stock guys in Wolf of Wall Street. It's like, what is, you know, oh, the stock market. What, what does that mean? You know, or assessing you know we're assessing the market right now just, just mean some bullshit keep get them to you know to buy don't get them to sell you get the get them to wait tell them you got another option here you know got another option here it's bullshit a lot of the like the whole thing that the world economic forum is founded upon is bullshit right it's they don't do nothing for fucking climate change they don't do nothing for this bullshit however closer inspection reveals the World Economic Forum is an anti-capitalist, anti-free market organization that seeks to subvert Western values and political processes. And they are very organized and very well funded. Their message is designed to appear harmless when in fact the ideology that underpins it is revolutionary and destructive. They train aspirational leaders in their ideology and help them make connections in spheres including politics, business and the arts. The World Economic Forum has consistently advocated for the harshest and most extreme COVID uh, measures possible, including lockdowns, mandatory vaccinations, vaccine passports, and mask mandates, despite these policies assaulting many of our basic liberties. At the- so we'll pause that. They were behind. Now, this is one thing that they were actually behind, is the harshest COVID-19 lockdowns, the mandatory vaccines for the world, and... Uh, some of the, the some of the you know some of this stuff you know violated on human rights and it got wiped from uh, legality which is is wild it is wild to be I would want to know some of the people that are funding this World Economic Forum because they might be 
some Saudi billionaires, you know, that just want to see the downfall. Of, they want to control their people, right? There's these, these, you know, billionaires in China, you know, that are that are the 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 the, the government, the CCP, and shit like that. Who's funding these guys to make these incredible fucking decisions that impact the world? I don't know, but it's it's very it's it, the way he said it's marketed as this this beautiful thing and it's revolutionary and changing. At the end of the day, it's a power grab, right? Center of the World Economic Forum's ideology is stakeholder capitalism. Essentially. This is a theory that traditional free market capitalism ignores the dangers posed by climate change, and so the government must enforce restrictive policies to save the environment, even if that means less wealth. Why, then, are the forum's criticisms criticisms of capitalism always directed at Western nations rather than the great polluters such as China and India? The forum believes that... See, that's a good good question, right? Like, it's it's like we're worried about the fucking climate in, in, in... in Canada, in Canada especially, we're so worried about all of these, you know, all the farmers. They got to tax the shit out of these farmers. Oh, the nitrate that the farmers use is contributing to the overall two percent of the world's, you know, carbon emissions. And you go over to India, and you go over to China, you go over to these fucking countries that just said, "Fuck it, we're not playing along by the Western rules." You know, these guys are putting out sixty to sixty to eighty percent of the fucking carbon emissions. Regardless, well, the farmer down in Canada can't compete, especially you know if they if they even if they wanted to pollute the shit out of the system. But it's a way to control the people in the West. Freedoms should be minimized to prevent the imminent climate catastrophe, the one that's becoming coming for ten years in the last fifty years. By the way, the central theme of the World Economic Forum's material is what they call the Great Reset, which is Klaus Schwab's term for the opportunity the pandemic has presented to reimagine and reinvent the economic policies of the West. I don't know why it's, it stopped right out, out the way. It seemed like he was getting into something very important, but the Great Reset, all yeah, it, it ultimately is this plan that Schwab's has and is, I don't even know, like there's a bunch of, you know, deep state motherfuckers that are paying guys like him to kind of implement these things so that there's no real paper trail. There's, I mean, they're donating it, it to him and then he's taking the money and allocating the wealth to these politicians and he's going like, all right, maybe lock him down. You know, this has happened. He's been running this shit for 30, 40 years, right? Ever since, you know, ever since Hitler disappeared, where'd Hitler go? You know, where this where where these motherfuckers go? He's been paying these guys off and and, and, and he's biding his time and getting all of these people in this pandemic and Fauci is definitely on board with him. Fauci definitely was trying to get vaccines implemented throughout throughout he tried with uh SARS. You know, the first SARS COVID and then you think he tried it with Ebola, and then it worked on on this pandemic. But it did did it really work? Like the majority of people didn't buy it. It was literally the twist of every single person, every single company, 
that got paid who God knows how much money to force its citizens that were working for them into developing, you know, into getting this vaccine that wasn't fully developed. It's not developed. They're still working on that. But, uh, I mean, they just banned my video from YouTube uh, that you keep trucking Trudeau, which was literally, I did that in January, right? So there's a, a still a nation, you know, a nationwide pause on YouTube trying to tell people what to say and think. End of the day, dude, I'm st- if I'm getting banned for fucking medical misinformation and I get my information from you on YouTube, then like who who's in the wrong, bro? Who's in the wrong? Who's in the fucking wrong, man? I swear, guys like Klaus Schwab's, Anthony Fauci, Anthony Fauci, and Hitler—they all have a very specific place in hell. It's it's called it's called uh, you know face down ass up and the devil's down to fuck. You're getting pounded by these the devils, you know, and all his friends, friendly demons. Just. Just, just ass clap. You know what I mean? Klaus Schwab's, Anthony Fauci's, and Hitler's. I mean, Justin Trudeau. Throw Justin Trudeau on the board, cause like, you know what? It it sounds kind of fucked, but we gotta we gotta fucking we gotta pull it up. We gotta pull up Justin Trudeau's, uh, World Economic Forum. This highlights. How fucking weird this truly is. Thank you, Professor Schwab, for your warm welcome and for bringing this impressive group together. I'd like to take a moment just off the top to recognize a founder of the World Economic Forum and a great Canadian, Maurice Strong, who passed away just a couple of months ago. Maurice showed incredible leadership on a variety of issues facing the world today. We don't know what he did. What did he do? Early and compelling leadership on climate change. I'd like to all remember him for a moment. Today, we are gathered here to contemplate, to contemplate whether we are in the stages uh, of the fourth industrial revolution about to begin. What a breathtaking possibility that is. Steam power changed the world utterly. So did electricity, and more recently, computers. And now we may be on the cusp of change equal in magnitude and of a far swifter pace. What does that mean? New technology is always dazzling, but we don't want technology simply because it is dazzling. We want it create it and support it because it improves people's lives. If we didn't build the public infrastructure in the early 20th century to support mass electrification, only the wealthy would have had heat and running water. And with that, the creation of the middle class, the base of resilient economies, would never have happened. Technology needs to serve the cause of human progress, not serve as a substitute for it or as a distraction from its absence. Simply put, everybody needs to benefit from growth in order to sustain growth. It's not hard to 
hard to see how the connections between computing, information, robotics, and biotechnologies could deliver spectacular progress. It's also not hard to imagine how it could produce mass unemployment and greater inequality. It already has. You know, I'll cut off Justin Trudeau right now. It already has. And, not, and, and here's the thing. The technology side of it, yeah, it eliminates jobs. A computer now does my job, okay. Those are individually. But when the government specifically gets fucking orders sent by Klaus Schwab's and his band of misfits on the World Economic Forum to lock down all the people. Wait a minute, wait a minute. We're going to keep all the chain restaurants and all the chain grocery stores all the people that have this these franchises of businesses we can't let them go out because that that money's that money is more than they have more money than the government we have to work together with these types of people these types of corporations we're gonna they're all on our side but these mom and pop shops that can't do shit they don't have 85 to or 80 to 85 to 75 million or whatever 85 to 100 million dollars to scrape together they get pissed on. They get destroyed. They get flattened out. They're, you know what I mean? No more free market for these people. These people made less than a million dollars last year. Fuck them. You know what I mean? It's constantly... It's it's a reprogramming of people's brains into realizing, like... Until you realize that... End of the day, their goal is to get you to believe that you're better off not owning anything. Their goal is to get you to believe that you're happy eating bugs. You're happy not having real mood, real food. You'd rather get this fucking, you know, give me clone meat. Yeah, it's, it's cheaper, it's easier for you. It's all the benefits. We don't know, we don't know the side effects yet, so I guess I'll be the stupid little monkey to fucking be the test monkey. We're constantly being, it's not even really, I mean, Justin Trudeau's not even really lying to us. He's openly creating this big realm of a fantasy for people in, in which you can live in because in reality, you're not very, you don't own shit. You don't own shit. It's not really fun to wake up to the fact that you don't own shit. You don't, you don't know who really controls you because it's literally a group of five people that they could rattle off. Okay, here's all the people in the stakeholders of, of this. These are the people that are controlling your government. Uh, to be honest, it's fucking insane that Justin Trudeau, leader of Canada, which was one, regardly, re regarded as one of the most friendly countries on earth, is genuinely going along with this fucking Nazi. It, so it's like it's, it's fucking wild to believe that, but it's happening. Let's run. Give me, give me some more of this. Give me some more of this. See, technology itself will not determine the future we get. Our choices will. Here's the thing: technology always determines the future, right? Phones, computers. You know what I mean? Like, everyone has a cell phone. It actually... There's a great saying growing up when kids in the 90s had, right? The teachers used to always tell us that we weren't allowed to... Uh, like, okay, you can't use your calculators because you're not going to have a calculator on you at all times, right? Fast forward now. We all got phones, which is 
way wildly, you know, way wilder than any kind of just having a calcul uh, calculator on your on your person at all time. End of the day, there is some sort of dictation of, of technology that leads to the future, right? It dictates where the future is headed and where it's going. But to to say that we have to get control over it is kind of a, it's kind of a sinister marketing tool into saying like, hey, listen, there's these problems that you know technology has. Someone has to control them. We're gonna be those people. We're gonna we're gonna be all the industrial revolution, all the technology technological advances that we have, we're gonna be those guys. We're gonna be those guys. All right. No, no, don't worry. I know it's very scary. We don't know what's gonna happen in the future. And that means anybody can, you know, anyone can get a hold of this and anyone can control you guys. Fucking keep fucking on my camera. It's going to be very scary, but we're going to be the guys to do it. We're going to be the guys to help you guys figure it out. You guys don't have to worry about that. The You know, all those scary future advancements. We're going to be in the head of it. And ultimately, we're going to be in control of it. And subsequently, the the newfound technologies such as AI and and these these you know in developments, we're gonna be the ones to own it. We're gonna be the ones to control you with it. We're gonna be the ones to know how to back engineer these types of things in order to reprogram the population. It's very very sad to me because I go. I want my villains to be a little more creative. I don't want them to tell me their plans right off the bat. Give me more. Give me more of this. Leadership. Will. I believe in positive, ambitious leadership. I don't believe leaders should prey on the anxiety of the disenfranchised. Leadership should be focused on extending the ladder of opportunity to everyone on pursuing policies that create growth, and on ensuring that growth produces tangible results for everyone. Positive leadership creates a virtuous cycle. The more results we achieve for people, the more we grow the middle class and create real chances for those. Stop right there, story's already bullshit. The positive, no, I say positive growth, you know, whatever the hell you said, and, and, uh, and we want to strengthen the middle class. There, there, there's the ongoing joke with econ economists saying that there is no middle class at all. It hasn't been one since the, the early 2000s as far as middle class. Maybe 2006, 2007. Right around 2008 when they crashed everybody's fucking 401ks, everybody's investments. Where mo majority of peep families growing up at that time before 2008, they had $10,000, dollars $30,000 in the bank. At I remember around 2012, people looked at each other and went, "Dude, two thousand, you know, three, uh, twenty to thirty thousand dollars in the bank isn't shit. It doesn't get you shit. You can't walk into a bank with twenty thousand dollars and get a two hundred thousand dollar home without getting fucked by the interest at the end of the day. They they fuck you regardless. It's not a lot of money anymore. So like, what the middle class is damn near non-existent." It's an illusion. There's there's extreme poverty, which you're literally homeless, scraping together, begging for change. 
Then there's the entry level jobs, which is minimum wage workers. Uh, you know, say you're even going to school in debt. You're in debt, and you you know you're scraping by with a part time job. Uh, all the way up to the people that just got a job as soon as high school, started working that corporate ladder, became a mid level management at a fucking warehouse for, uh, firm or something like that. Some something like that. It's all genuinely poor though. Like you're all genuinely scraping by paycheck to paycheck, and 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 nothing more. I, I mean, the best example is to go like. Uh, I know this guy at work, right? This guy at work I work with, he is talking to me, and he used to always tell me, like, oh, man, you know, because I would sign out at, uh, I don't know, quarter to two or whatever. And he's like, oh, dude, you're fucking, when do you, when do you leave? Oh, I'm supposed to leave at two, but I'm signing out at two, quarter to two. It's like, oh, you're missing. I remember he's like, telling me, oh, you're missing that 15 minutes, right? Like that 15 minutes increment of pay. Which he's like, it works out to be roughly like ten to twelve dollars or something like that. I just remember going like, dude, like, I don't know if you know this, but ten to twelve dollars is, you know, if I get an extra ten to twelve dollars, uh, with especially with taxes and ev- everything, it's it's not going to, you know, it's it's there's a big m- money pit that goes into taxes. That extra ten dollars, I might I might be lucky and get two to three dollars from that itself after the capital gains tax or whatever whatever the hell that fucking once you get a fucking paycheck of the income tax right so i had to tell him like i was like dude you work here for how long every single day in day out you're scraping by to get that extra 15 20 minute in increment mark and signing out on on the deadline of when you're supposed to are you rich what did you do with that what did you do with those, you know, after, after 10, 20 years of working at this company, what did you do with uh, every, every two weeks an extra 10 to $20? You know, let's just be, let's be, let's, let's make it very nice. Let's say, uh, well, because it'd be every day. So it'd be, say every day he's getting an extra $10, right? After 80, say he got an extra had to say about an extra $120 after that said week, right? It was working four days a week, eight days, eight times, 20. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go be nice and say he gets an extra $250 every paycheck because he's, he signed out on time, right? And every paycheck he's getting, end of the year he's getting maybe, An extra thousand dollars, right? We'll we'll be fair and say an extra thousand dollars because the the way the taxes work is probably going to be a lot less than a thousand dollars. But say he gets an extra thousand dollars a year, right? On sixty thousand dollars gross tax, you're getting forty eight thousand dollars a year. Now sixty one thousand dollars gross tax getting netted after taxes, you're looking at about forty six, right? Right? Because it's it's that. There's a certain amount that just gets diminished. So at the end of the day, the more they tax, the bigger the percentage, and the more you lose. So I don't know. I don't know if that math is correct, but I'm pretty sure it is because my boss told me. He's like, dude, like, does it honestly doesn't matter when you sign out because, dude, 
the the more you make, the more you get taxed, and you end up just maybe netting an extra 40, 40 to sixty dollars per paycheck. And I was like, yeah, and an extra forty to six, dude. I'd rather pay forty dollars personally for you to for you to fuck off. Hey boss, fuck off. Here's forty dollars. I'm going home. Right? I don't care. And and to just sit there and wait, it's it seems like a joke, right? And it seems like you know, we'll wrap this back up into what I was talking about. It was doesn't really matter, right? When they say, Oh, the middle class, we want to strengthen the middle class. It's like, dude, no 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 no. They haven't put any thought into the middle class since maybe 2008, right around the time when they said, oh, dude, we could, the banking crisis fucked up, fucked up everybody's 401ks, fucked up everybody's property values. When we, and and when, when we fucked over every, you know, everyone got fucked over, the only, nobody got bailed out, no teachers, no, you know, doctors, no, no working class citizens. We just bailed out all the bankers, we bailed out all the banks, we bailed out all the stock markets. And, and the excuse was, well, we, it'd be more expensive to retrain people. And dude, no one knows what stocks markets. No one knows how to predict the stock markets. These guys were a bunch of fucking cokeheads. Wolf of Wall Street proved it real fucking well. These are the guys. That's just, you know, Jordan Belford isn't just one of the, you know, he's not the one guy they made a movie of. There's hundreds, if not thousands, all across the world and all across New York Stock Exchange just not giving a fuck about the day-to-day lives. And when those guys are the ones that are dictating the markets as far as what to do with it, the government's going to go, all right, well, let's not take into account the middle class. Because at the end of the day, they're like a fucking fleshlight, dude. We pick them up, we fuck them, and we toss them to the side. And at the end of the day, that's what happens. Day in, day out, the middle class gets fucked. And, and, it's, and it's constantly, I mean, yeah, sure, they're, they're, well, they courted us, you know what I mean? They're courting the middle class and saying, like, we need to help you guys. We need to help you guys. But at, you know, at 3 a.m. On a, on a Friday night, you know what I'm saying, the motherfuckers just fuck us. It's just what it is. They just, they pick us up, fuck us, and they toss us out. You know what I mean? The only, the only thing that they want to strength, the only thing that really does strengthen the middle class is the lottery system. That is literally the only thing that has ever, and, and, and to, the, to be honest, I don't even know if it's real. To be honest, I got a conspiracy that the lottery system isn't real. Like, that's a, like, they just fake it. Like, it's like, uh... The, the island, the movie The Island, where that's like, yeah, you can come, go off and, and live into this extravagant place of, you know, of wonders. And in reality, you get tossed into the field and you get killed or something. You get a bullet in the head and you get tossed into the river. That's what I think the lottery. But at the, but at the end of the day, we'll get back onto uh, Klaus Schwab and the band of misfits, right? And how they're fucking the middle class over and over and over again. And I think it's it's only guys like me in the middle class that get to say their stuff. I get to see what's on my mind. I get to speak. You know, those, those guys at a construction site. You know what I mean? Working on the road. Those guys, unfiltered, will be able to talk about anything and everything. 
They'll be able to talk about why management sucks. They'll be able to talk about why politicians are stupid and they don't get it. The dudes in the army, you know what I mean? The frontline base motherfuckers, you know, sitting at home or sitting on, on base with a little fucking little hacky sack, tossing it in the air and going like, you know, I wonder what the, f- I wonder how fucking know, how well those politicians sleep at night knowing we're, they're setting us up to die. You know, with this Afghanistan war, and that uh, we bailed out on, and, and I mean, it was it was a one way, a one way trip to Afghanistan. Don't you forget it, boys. But yeah, let's 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 keep saying that we're strengthening the middle class. Play this, play this clip one more time, and let's see what's see if finish fucking. It's working hard to join the middle class. The more people will grant you a license for further ambition. See right there, so. It's already like, doesn't it feel so sketchy that like, it's like, hey, listen, middle class, go along with us and then maybe down the line we'll grant you permission in order to, uh, you know, in order to help you do better in the middle class. You know what I mean? Maybe if granted the permissions that we allow, we'll let you do good in the middle class. Middle class? But you're doing already good. It's already straight. You see where I'm going with this, and we can keep going. Let's fucking... We need to trust citizens. All right, story's already bullshit. Here's the thing: they don't trust. I, I kind of messed up the video. They don't. Here's the thing: I, I can't listen to Justin Trudeau for longer than five seconds. He said we need to trust the citizens. Come on, come on now. Anyways, you mean to trust the citizens in making their own decisions as far as health is concerned, Justin Trudeau? You know what I'm saying? And, and sure, this is probably going to get ba- this is going to be one of those videos that gets banned again on YouTube. But I've had it. Like, are we really, truly this dense in thinking that the government has its optics? Even I'm not even saying that it has its best intentions for the middle class. I'm not even saying it. It 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 it's this wishy washy thing that Justin Trudeau gets on stage and prances on about going oh. The, tr- the 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 middle class is we keep you in mind middle class hey middle class we really like you and we we love you doing all those works middle class oh middle oh boy oh golly gee middle class i really like you guys we're not even saying that i'm just saying dude the optics are do they even think about the middle class do they even think about other than the control aspect of it, it's like how can we how can we round up these sheep? You know how could we get these these dullards, these these vile insects, these motherfuckers that you know they they go to McDonald's in a drive-through, pick up a bag of a bag of burgers and fries. How do we control these people? Can we poison them in the fries? Can, you know, that's what that's what they're talking about. That's the only, they don't think about the trust that they have with the citizens because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, if Klaus Schwab's is coming in whispering sweet nothings into Justin Trudeau's ears, saying, "Listen, man, they're not gonna give a fuck about what we do." Because they've already been brainwashed and manipulated. You know what I mean? Who gives a fuck if they trust us, dude? 
they already think that there's no other way. Dude, Klaus Schwab's, Klaus Schwab's, you know, he probably doesn't even have an, a Nazi German accent at the end of the day. He comes in, he goes, listen, man, I'm going to be real with you guys. I'm going to be real with you guys. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not even German. <laughs> I'm going to be real, dude. My last name, I changed my last name to Schwab. It was Klaus. No, 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 wait. I, no, 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 wait. Okay, he comes in and he goes, and I'm, I'm fucking... I'm actually, actually, okay, what am I talking about? Okay, forget that. Klaus Schwab's goes, he doesn't get, they don't give a fuck, right? The people do what they want. They'll do what we want. But the thing is, we gave them the illusion that they have a choice. Gave them the illusion. End of the day, dude, there's these two doors that you got to go down. It's this, our door that we're promoting and this door that you can go to. End of the day, both roads lead to the same spot. And it's uh, this generalized idea that even if you want to own something, it's going to be so hard and so fucking painstakingly uh, brutal on you financially, emotionally, physically, to just get a house, just to get a house, right? You just get a house, and the moment you buy a house, there's gonna be a giant billion dollar corporation going like, I can't wait. You wanna sell it? 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 You wanna sell? And 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 at any given point in time. When you have a little bit of difficulty paying for the mortgage or instead of re, you know what I mean? They won't even give you an opportunity to finance or refinance your mortgage. You can't go back. They go, listen, we want all the money up right now. At any given point, they could do that. You know what I mean? You got a mortgage. They could just go, hey, listen, we want all the money for that. I know you owe like about $185,000. Uh, you don't have it? Ah, oh, dude, we got... Sorry, man. We're going to have to take your home. And these are the things that are proposed in the... These are the things that bounce around in the World Economic Forum. You know what I mean? Because Klaus Schwab's... And again, let's go back on... Because I kind of want to make this joke work. Let's go back on to it, right? Klaus Schwab's is spitballing ideas in the World Economic Forum. He's got his feet laid, you know, he's laid back, he's got his feet up on the desk, and he's thinking to himself, listen, man, motherfuckers are just gonna own nothing and be happy. Right? Right? And then Justin Trudeau gets up and he's like, give me, give me dabs, brother. I feel that. I feel that, dog. Knock on wood, dog. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna, hey, listen, how about this? They gonna eat the bugs and live in a pod, bitch. Don't give a fuck. Suck this dick. Hey, and uh, Klaus Schwab gets on. He's like, hey, it was. Everyone's all like, okay, silence in the back. Take away their private vehicles, nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey, listen, man, listen. Nigga, it's literally illegal to own a house, nigga. Bow, bow. How? <laughs> they go, how, how does it happen? How does it happen? Boom. We just made a law, motherfuckers. We paid off a lot of people in Washington for this one. They ain't gonna like you for this one, nigga. 
Listen, man, a motherfucker tried to buy clothes the other day, nigga. We gave him bugs instead, nigga. Get a fucking, get the larvae to, to wrap wool and use the spider webs to wrap your loincloths, nigga. We don't give a fuck. Nigga, we don't give a fuck. It's concerning. <laughs> At the end of the day, a lot, a lot of this stuff is concerning, right? Right? Well, you know, his Klaus Schwab's in his meetings kind of going like, we don't give a fuck about you. We don't give a fuck about Raheem. We don't definitely don't give a fuck about Q. They don't care. They don't care about the, the gender identities. You think that they, they love this shit, bro? They love the me too. Let's, let's reset. You know what? Instead of resetting the world, let's just reset Klaus Schwab's little bullshit ideals for a second right right off the bat me too movement reset it we gonna hit them with the reset the me too movement first of all the me too movement garnered a lot it's a lot there's a lot of people out there saying like yes the me too movement is a movement but other than the literal rapists out there there's literally you know what i mean there's literally Nothing you can do to stop a motherfucker other than defending yourself with a gun that they just ban- they just banned guns in in Canada. So there goes a lot of the argument of like self defense. Second, you ever notice that it's only pretty women that really have legitimate claims in the Me Too movement? Like I mean I mean sure, there's some beautiful, you know, there's some kind of average, you know, ugly women out there. But for the most part, it's literally just the Me Too movement is strolled along by by uh, pretty women, and then you know, and then there's these ugly women that go like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, men men touch us too, and they go, really, what kind of men touch you, ugly girl? Did uh, the same one, the exact same ones as the pretty girl? <laughs> all of the girls that she, all the guys that she's claiming, uh, you know, touched her also touched me. <laughs> Okay, we'll just hit that reset button on the on the Me Too movement, the transgender movement, right? Now, there's a lot of things that I thought of when I was high, right? I thought I was a fucking uh, turtle at one point in my life, you know what I'm saying? Now, if I actually went in and got turtle surgery, come on, son, you know what I'm saying? We got turtle surgery up in this bitch. You don't think at one point I'd go, man, you know what? I regret turning, even if the, the technology was there. And we could just zap myself into a turtle. At the end of the day, I might I might go like, man, you know, that's 30 years of a turtle. <sighs> I, th- I mean, I just miss being a human, right? It's the grass is always... Transgender movement is nothing but the grass is greener on the other side. Let's go, let's go. We're hitting that reset button on the transgender movement right now. Let's go. Okay, so... I once was, th- I, I actually, sometimes I do play with this idea of being a woman. Right. Lord forbid me, all the mo- all the real niggas out there already just clicked off on this motherfucker. But check this out. Now, I think that sometimes I it would be easier to be a woman. I think to myself that, you know, and then people might think it's, it's lies or whatever, but I sometimes think like it's, uh, like I might be a woman, like it might be easier 
might be easier to just walk around looking beautiful, not really concerned with, you know, you know a woman doesn't really have to be concerned with politics at all. It doesn't have to really, really be worried about this Klaus Schwab's Great Reset or even really explaining it in the discussions with their friends at, at any given point. It's very easy. It seems easier as far, from a guy's perspective. It seems easier to be a woman because, you know, we're breaking our ass, you know, in these manual labor jobs day to day. When uh, you, you hear about some of these girls getting, you know, these feed picks up on OnlyFans and making like ten to $20,000 a month, just netting way more than any man can, you know, f- physically make in his, in his lifetime. And it's, it's still talking about, you know, physical features. She's taking photos. It's grunt work at the end of the day. She's taking a photo here, taking a photo there. End of the day, it's easy. And you could talk yourself into saying that. It might be easier to be a woman. But there's a lot of things that men don't understand what it's like to be a woman. I like uh, like the Me Too, like the Me Too movement. I don't think guys really truly know how to develop themselves into being a woman. And uh, and I think that's, like, at the end of the day, there are certain things that we are born with. And there are certain things that, you know, we have to learn that we can't, there's a great quote that God came up with. Lord, or Lord, forgive, you know, like, Lord, forgive me for the things I cannot change, right? Is that the quote? Lord, let me accept the things I cannot change. You know, and let me, Lord, grant me the strength to change the things I can and to accept the things that I can't, right? That was one of the quotes, I think. I'm probably butchering it, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a thing that a lot of people need to know in your own minds. Now let's, let's go on to it. So we reset the, we reset the transgender and our movement. Now we're going to go into the racial. Uh, we're going into the racial economics of this world. The BLM and the Stop Asian Heat. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm going to tell a personal story, actually. Uh, there's, uh, you know... A couple of episodes ago, I was uh, starting on the. I wanted to start Asian hate. That's what I said. I said I'm tired because like, I guess an Asian dude crashed into me a while back. Motherfucker said it wasn't gonna work. Well, while back, motherfucker said it wasn't going. I don't know why I said that, but so an Asian dude crashed into me, and then I was taking in what happened previous year of how another Asian dude crashed into me and then tried to lie about it to our insurance, right? So it happened twice in a row, so I got really cynical towards Asians. Now, about two days ago, I talked to a banker, right? And this was an Asian guy, right? And he gave me the, some of the greatest advice I ever had. He said, you know, to pay off the credits, you know, credits, your cards. And, and he gave me great ideas. And he got my, I, like, in 40 minutes, he taught me more than I did. I knew in my entire high school education. And, like, he was very nice. He was very friendly. You know, there was nothing cynical or snarky. And he didn't make me feel, like, less than, which was just really hard to do if you're one of those bankers teaching somebody uh, you know a person that doesn't know because i was asking very ignorant questions right and and you know this guy is a very nice guy and i appreciated him and i it almost because i was very racist for for the weeks leading up to that that uh, interaction a couple days ago i was very like looking at it like you know fuck man 
uh, Asian people. They're they're here to take over. It was very you know I was very, and honestly speaking, it was very uh, racist. It was very fucking cynical towards uh, all of 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 of, of uh, Eastern is it Pacific Asians? Eastern like the fucking. The not not the East Indians, the fucking actual Asians. I was very racist towards all of them, and then I until I talked to this guy and he just kind of gave me some of the greatest advice I've heard. He was very friendly. He actually he specified. He's like, man, did I I do a good enough job? Did I answer everything? Do you have any more on? And I kind of fiddle my thumbs around and I go like, uh, so like the the bank like doesn't like me using withdrawals like <laughs> every every month i go into my withdrawal you know the minus account they don't like that he's like no no, no you gotta stop that it's horrible for your credit like they, they just assume that you're as soon as you get it you spend it i was like oh man dude okay okay so, so it's good to pay more than the minimum payment of the credit <laughs> it was stupid questions but at the end of the day he was like he worked on a budget. All right, you made X amount this this month. You pay this much, and if you ever get a little bit of money, make sure you put it towards this and this and this. And I was like, "Damn, dude, he helped me out." So, so like, the stop Asian hate. It it, it, it this, the the Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? The Latin. Latin movement. I'm not even gonna say the Latinx because I know a lot of Mexicans that go, "That's fucking bullshit." I got a Mexican friend. Shouts out to Gabriel. That motherfucker look you dead in the eyes and go, "That's just fucking stupid." It's in our language, Latin. You know, Latin in, in Mexico they got feminine and uh, male, male and feminine fucking langu- language, dude. It's fucking a joke. It's a joke. This whole thing's a joke. It's brought on by the elites in order to control the population. Why? Why else do these? How else does Black Lives Matter, you know, I mean, how else does Latin, how else does Stop Asian Hate, how do they have every single business on the cusp? Like, racism doesn't even have, racism doesn't have corporations built, you know what I mean? They're, it's all brought on by the World Economic Forum, you know what I mean? This whole, like, the Stop Racism movement is literally being paid for by fucking donations got backed by the World Economic Forum in order to confuse the general public. And once the general public is confused, they go, okay, just make it stop. They look up for an answer, and there's Klaus Schwab's with with Justin Trudeau rubbing his hands together going like, you know what, come over here. Come over here. Listen, get rid of, you know what's, your your, your vehicle that you own is hurting your, your, your mind mentally. Get rid of that. I think it's your diet. Start eating bugs. You know? Your house. Well, you know, maybe you're stressed because of the more. Get rid of the, the house. Sell it and just start renting in it. It's less rent than the mortgage. Yeah, you don't own it, but you also don't have to repair it. You don't have to worry about the you don't have to worry about these little things. It does seem very alarming. At the end of the day. A lot of this stuff does seem very alarming. And you can kind of already see that the plan that Klaus Schwab's implemented, implemented is going according to plan. A lot of this stuff is going according to plan. Uh, the problem is a lot of people, there's a lot of people 
on the in the world not the world economic forum but a lot of people inside the world that don't really don't really find this one world government beneficial especially the people that are profiting off war a lot of people are profiting off of you know these these shady back deals with other countries and 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 you know with all these things if you just lump it all into one it discounts a whole lot of corporations and discounts a whole lot of uh, governments it discounts a lot of people that are going to just magically fall in line and at the end of the day you you take some steps into reading it's surprisingly he got this far doing this bullshit and 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 yeah, we can't discredit Nazis like because literal Nazis, the the uh, the 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 fucking his his great granddad and his fathers, you know, the descendants of literal Nazis. You can easily go, and that's it's not gonna happen again. It's not, you know that. But this is how shit like this starts. Things like the Nazis get their traction by. First, implementing this utopia. You got to create a utopia for society. And everything in the back you're doing, you know, you're doing this control and you're pulling the strings and you're, you know, you're, you're fucking taking things here. You're, you're slowly taking, you got the distraction over here and you take someone's fucking house over there. And, you know, you're slowly implementing these people into just not thinking for themselves, you know? And and instead of now, instead of no one's thinking for themselves, you slowly get them to not, get them to not even really, really keep an eye on their accountings or their properties, the things they own. And they slowly indoctrinate people into this uh, weird state where it's, it's cult-like. He's cultivated a cult that'll it's like a it's a cult brainwashing cult where it's like the world economic forum wants each individual leader to brainwash its citizens jim in in the jim joan era kind of thing like it's like all right get people rounded up you know no one's fucking making food i'll get them to eliminate that because of the carbon tax and and all this other shit and at the end of the day dude if you take nothing from this podcast other than we got to we got to worry about this guy if you take nothing you you, you got to fucking recognize that guys like Klaus Schwab's win more times than not you know cuz a lot of motherfuckers go it's good to have you know no uh, uh fucking what is it a bad plan is better than no plan well, I mean, the elites constantly drum up bad plans all the time, and the general public has, has, and and have had no plans for the longest time. And I think that's going to change once people start waking up to the realization that every single paycheck you're broke, right? Every single time you're broke, something's got to change. It's not the leaders that we vote in. It's maybe not even that. It's the people. If you don't see any voice in your community, 
Maybe it's time to step up and be that voice. You know what I mean? I fuck around a lot of the time on the podcast, but every now and then I decide to make something of it. I mean, you know, with my three, my three viewers, and you know, I'm preaching to the choir right now. But I think at the end of the day, and and you know, scratch that. There's thousands of people out in Oregon fucking with me. I don't know how does. There's so many people out in Oregon that are really fucking with me. So shouts out to Oregon. I don't know what you out in Virginia. I don't know. Out in fucking Minneapolis or some shit. Oregon and fucking Virginia really fuck with me for some reason. I don't know why. But uh shouts out to all those fucking I'm sure it's a bunch of kids laughing at how fucking crazy the some of the shit I say. You know, a bunch of bunch of kids in, in the farms. Yeah, out there in the farmland kids. You know what I mean? Make sure you share this to your buddies. And, and, and you know, because we're cultivating a bunch of kids. I want a bunch of kids to come over to my house, right? We're gonna, I'm going to teach them about the, the dangers of Klaus Schwab's. And it's nothing creepy like Michael Jackson or anything like that. I'm literally trying to revolutionize the youth into uh, standing up for themselves, right? The Zoomers are trash. These kids growing up now. But maybe if I could get enough Zoomers on board that... They can maybe even, maybe they'll troll their way into politics and think it's funny. That's it. Just need a couple of guys to throw monkey wrenches into this system, right? A couple of kids, right? Oh, man, you know, what What made you get into politics? Well, I did it for Harambe. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need, kids. Come on, son. Get up out there. Get up on that stage and go punch Klaus Schwab's in the face or slap him like Will Smith did to Chris Rock and go, keep my properties out your house, you know? Some shit like that. Come on, man. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you know, and then with all the movies that we've been subjected to throughout the whole course of history, you know, if we let the Nazis go do their thing for a little bit, and then we stop them right as soon as it's about to be irreprehensible changes done to the world, you know, let Klaus Schwab's you know play around with his little blocks of, of, uh, of, 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 you know, propaganda. And, but then, in the end of the day, you know, some American dude with a fucking cigar in his mouth is gonna kick down the dough. Crack Klaus Schwab's in the head, and then they'll say that you know he fell on the back of a fucking bed set like he killed like he like like he was Bob Saget right he hit oh he just hit his head right and you know what rule it as a suicide or something like Jeffrey Epstein's friend you know one of uh, Clinton Clinton's friends <sighs> there I don't know if that's a so Joe, you know, Joe Rogan, you know, speaking of Joe, you know, speaking of Justin Trudeau, Joe, whoa, shouts out to Joe Rogan. I mean, we keep going. Right? Shouts out to Joe, whoa, again. So Joe Rogan demands a DNA test from Justin Trudeau claiming that Fidel Castro is the real daddy. Right? He said, at least, you know, at least he looks like it, you know, and he put a side by side on the. <clears throat> on the uh, of Justin Trudeau and Fidel Castro and says like hey we need a fucking DNA test to figure this out because he thinks that Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's dad right uh, at least a thousand or so people on Twitter cl- are claiming this right as as news uh, but I watched the episode right I watched this episode with uh, Joe Rogan talking 
to uh, I don't know who he was talking to, but he was talking about it, and he he, he even said it himself. He said like, oh, you know, I don't know how. Kind of looks like him, right? It kind of looks like him. And then he put up a, a picture of his dad, and he goes, oh, I know what the fuck am I talking about? You know, Pierre Elliott Trudeau. They they and he looks like his dad as well, right? Like, so. You know, a bunch of people on Twitter were getting mad saying that Joe Rogan's this big dummy saying that he doesn't know what he's talking about. But at the end of the day, his thing's a joke, right? His, his, well, not his whole show is a joke. I wouldn't say that. But his joke about saying that Justin Trudeau needs a DNA test like it's Maury for Fidel Castro because he kind of looks like him. It's just a conspiracy, and I think the whole episode that they were talking about, like, for at least an hour, they were talking about conspiracies. Conspiracies, and how, like, they can kind of get away with you, right? And and at the end of the day, this is so important for the elites to just dismiss anything as a conspiracy. What are conspiracies other than ideas? What are ideas other than thoughts? What are thoughts that other than just the neurons firing in your brain? To dismiss someone's thoughts and just lump it in as a conspiracy because you can't prove it. And with the elites getting so powerful and how everything is just like this, these backroom digital you know, analogs of, of notebooks that can be deleted in a... All of NASA's work, you could just hit a button and erase it if they were doing some shady shit. Because NASA was founded by Nazis, you know what I mean? It was the same. We're going on. I'm going on a conspiracy tangent. But at the end of the day, a lot of these these giant corps, you know, funded by the military, government, industrial complex, CIA, you know what I mean? NSA, they're all dirty, shady characters, right? They're all guys that, you know, you know, they're just, you know, backdoor deals here and the old, you know, bait and switch here. And how is it that every single CIA guys are like at the scene of the crime goading, you know, people into making decisions that affect, you know, you know, protests. You know, let's have a protest. There's like several fucking dudes in fucking in these, you know, these sunglasses, you know what I mean, that are jacked to shit. Looks like they had some sort of Navy SEAL training. And they're constantly yelling out things like, let's burn these buildings down. Yeah, let's start shooting up the place. They don't understand us. And you go, you, do, you go like, dude, where are you from? And he, and, he, and he goes, you didn't see me. And he disappears into the bushes. You know, what the fuck? Who... How many times, how many, there's only so many times where a paranoid schizophrenic can get uh, a, a, CIA, a member of the CIA to whisper into his ear until he goes, all right, well, fuck it. If the CIA really wants me to murder John F. Kennedy, I guess I'm going to have to pull out the fucking sniper. Wait a minute. This is your guys' idea, right? How am I? I'm going. I'm getting locked. Why are my hands getting? Why am I? Why am I getting taken off to jail? You. Got, this is your guys' idea, right? And I think the government plans, and the government and and members of the World Economic Forum and the the dirty elites that 
ultimately have the worst interests at heart. You know, their interests and, and their greed and, and anything that can ruin what a politician truly is. I think they truly plan... <coughs> sorry, try that again. I think they truly plan on... A ho- and that, that the average citizen has no idea what to do. They have no idea, no plans, there's nothing. And they're just going to be herded like sheep into the slaughterhouse. <laughs>